How exciting. Yes, it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. It has. Guys, we apologize for the uh for the weirdness. Um there was a skipped episode here and there. I was like <laughs> almost deathly ill, but I was very ill at one point, so we had to skip one. But now we fought tooth and nail, like to get you guys this episode. Um, life is lifing to the max. Life is so lifing. Holy life cow. is lifing, and we wanted to we wanted to get you guys this episode because yeah, it's an exciting topic, and it's also a time sensitive topic. So I mean, there Very we go. Time sensitive. Yeah. Um, we're we'll gonna... talking about na- nano today. Heck yeah. Um, which we we talked about this off mic, but now we're gonna bring it on mic. <laughs> Obviously, this is a rhetorical question for listeners because you cannot actually answer. But after the episode, you can DM <laughs> us and either tell us how right or wrong we are. But there are evidently two pronunciations of National Novel Writing Month, and a while I think last time Nano came out, um, it's which that's the full title. Of it. Did you already say that? I don't know. Um, National Novel Writing Month, which is November. It's a uh, it's a a, a big writing program. Damn, we're kind of really jumping into this. Um, yeah, probably. I guess we did our fun talk already. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> there's two pronunciations of it because they shorten it down to the first few letters of each word. And so, I've, I've, as I've heard, it either I pronounce it Nanorimo, but I've heard other people or say other people have said they pronounce it Nanorimo because it's like writing Rimo. Yeah, but that sounds wrong R. to me. That sounds yeah. so wrong. I like NaNoWriMo. Um, yeah. It's, it flows better. <laughs> yeah. I I like it with the E sound also, so that's how we're going to say it in the episode. If that triggers you, I apologize. Um. <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, I'm kidding. But if you are a, if you are a NaNoWriMo, uh, what is it, supporter? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Stan. <laughs> No, Advocate. We, we, we need you. We stay. <laughs> but yeah, that is what we're talking about today. All of the yeah. NaNoWriMo, NaNoWriMo, whatever you want to call it. All that fun stuff. Very fun. Two related things. Uh, I'll say the, well, I might forget one of them. So just go with, go with me here. But um, I feel like our podcast is like, it's either one of two dynamics. It's um, there's chaos, and Larissa apologizes, and Lonnie says, No, let me at him! Or, <laughs> it's the other way around, where I'm completely unhinged, and Lonnie's like, Girl, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think it's chill. a level of unhingedness. And, so there's always something, but it's just who has the more rational brain cell, and it just bounces around the proverbial room. Uh, with our time difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the r- the r- 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 Oh God, what a, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking. I'm gonna stop talking. It's, it's been a long day. <laughs> I really should be better at this. I'm in improv for Pete's sakes, and I should be able to, to, to finish the sentence. Wait, you are? Yeah. So fun fact, I meant to tell you on here, but I am I'm on my school's improv team. <laughs> Okay, okay. Context. Like, theater improv or speech team? Debate team improv. 
like comedy improv. Oh my god, I love that so much. I know. I so, love you for that. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like funny. No, I'm kidding. I'm not funny, but I'm kind of <laughs> funny. <laughs> no, I was at I was at a rehearsal uh, today because there's a show going on this weekend, um, and I'm very excited about. I'm not in it, but I'm going to oh, go fun. watch my friends do it. So yeah. Um, so yes, please validate my jokes because I'm trying to be funny. <laughs> But somehow I'm a kid. I am an improv person who stutters over every single word. So we'll see how that goes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I mean you know this, but I don't know if everybody anybody on the podcast knows this knows this, but I'm a big fan of stand up comedy. And um when I go on like a stand up binge, I'll watch like five hours of it, like at a time. Like while I'm doing things. Like, I'll look, I'll treat stand-up as people treat podcasts. Oh, yes. So, because it's just so fun to me. And so I sent you this one, um, the Short King special or something. Yes, I remember I think that's the one I sent you. Dan is a, maybe, no. No, Drew Lynch, that's the same. Um, Yeah. Short King is a special. It's on YouTube. It's free. So if you guys want um, a funny podcast about a man who knows his worth but is not emasculated by being shorter than his wife um he's really funny and you should go give it a listen his wife is also adhd there's like a whole bit about her being um the epitome of adhd essentially so it's great um but there's this other one that i sent you his name is dan i don't remember his death last name mm-hmm. dan lamort i want to say i want to say it's lamort i don't know for sure but yeah, I'm not sure i've seen like old stand-up videos of his um mm-hmm. where he had like a pretty bad stutter and but he was like he rehearsed he like he improved like so much and now he's like totally different and so that's what made me think of that because i then pictured you as a stand-up comedian <laughs> i mean i i have had a, a few sketch comedy ideas, i feel like you so could i i I, I, I haven't ever, I thought about stand-up when I was younger, um, but I never really got into it because, you know, stage fright, that's a little bit of an issue, but uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm really not cut out to be a comedian, but here I am, so. <laughs> I think I'm you should totally do it. I think you really should. I know, um, I'm, I'm, I love improv so much. That's I'm so fun. Blast, so I might, can, I'm probably going to try to keep it going. So this is this will be that my, is epic. This will be my 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 dumb little. This is where I get to <laughs> test out all my jokes. This podcast. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> yeah, I oh forgot to God. tell you like earlier. I be, I keep meaning to like say something, and then it just never like I never found yeah, a great forget. way to bring it up, and then instead of just like out of the blue, like oh yeah, I did this. Um, so <laughs> first, that's how it happened. But... Yeah. I mean, it is, but, you know. Whatever. I did. At least I had the excuse of that's where I was coming from, so I was so late, <laughs> late to recording. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is at 10.30 p.m. before, like, 24 hours before the episode will drop. Um, yeah, I have to go tomorrow to the library so I can go edit this. <laughs> but. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's good. Hey everybody, welcome to Behind the Books, a podcast for writers by writers. I'm Larissa. And I'm LJ. This week we're talking about preparing for and participating in NaNoWriMo. 
National Novel Writing Month. NaNoWriMo is a really good program and a really fun time that we've both participated in. You can follow us on Instagram at lyricsagult.author and at lj underscore writes with two s's. Episodes may contain mild profanity and mentions of character death. We should do a compilation of all the times we've said the episode may contain whatever it may contain. <laughs> like all of the pre-recording like yeah. warnings uh-huh. <laughs> that we don't know. That would be fun. You that know? Fun. Uh-huh. That would be a great outtake. That would. Wouldn't that I like be it awesome? I think we'd have to do that. Guys, we've been thinking we've been thinking about and we've talked about it on the podcast before, so this is not new, but We've been thinking about doing, like, an outtakes episode, but we don't really have that many outtakes. Um, yeah, because you guys most of get stuff... all of our impulsive thoughts. <laughs> yeah, you really do. Uh, we love you so much, so we just give you everything. Um, <laughs> but most of the stuff that we cut out is, like, spoilers for our own books, because, like, this is just, like, a fa- This is just a call between, between, between us. Like, We're it's just a FaceTime. Just And we're just vibing, and you guys are just here for it. Like, it's just a documented FaceTime call. So, I mean, with editing and preparation, it's a little more sophisticated. But it's just a fun little thing that we do. And um, so we talk about our own books and our own spoilers and things like that. And then we just go back and take it out. Mm -hmm. We collectively, because I don't do any editing, but... (laughs) <laughs> hey, you write the scripts. We've been over this. I don't this write the scripts. True. <laughs> this is true. It's a great ride. balance. It's a great balance. But yeah, so that would be a great little form of. I would be. Likes. I'd be game for this. I think that'd be very exciting because mm, we have some interesting. <laughs> we say some interesting things. We really do, and sometimes I'll try to pre- when I'm doing the warning part for the intro. Sometimes I'll try and predict what we're gonna talk about, like what we're gonna, you know, like what it's funny to warn people about because I know we're just gonna redo it. So yeah, it's probably a lot. Yeah, there's probably some really good ones. No, I'd I'd be game to go look through that. So I might do that. Maybe we will. One more, one more little housekeeping thing before we. Oh, um, oh yeah start talking about our uh, National Novel Writing Month, which starts in, what, like, three days, four days, whatever it is. Oh, please don't. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. I know. No, November is so I close. five days. <laughs> I'm not even doing NaNo, and I'm... Why am I stressed? Why am I stressed? Literally, though, <laughs> I'm not doing NaNo. <laughs> anyway, housekeeping, you were saying. I don't know why I'm stressed about it. Okay, um, yeah, so... Um, guys, I recently, um, may or may not have told, like, a class full of, like, eight people and a professor (laughs) that, uh, I run a podcast? So, if any of you are here, uh, any of you in my British literature class, um, with, by the way, you're my favorite professor of the semester so far, then- Yeah, I'm playing favorites already. (laughs) I, listen, listen, I, (laughs) we all have them. We do. We, we all have them. I don't care if professors say that they don't have favorite students. I don't really care if they have favorite students. But all students have a favorite professor. <laughs> and that's okay, because we pay mm-hmm. them. We do. Anyway, so, and he's just so incredibly cool and kind and just a lovely person. And I love his dog. Uh, she's so cute. And so, related to this, um, 
two out of my four classes basically said that I can do whatever I want for my final project. So for this class for British literature, I said, hey, can I do a podcast episode? It's co-hosted, but like, I'm going to do the work. Uh, you'll just be along for the ride. And we're, that's what we're going to do. Not for today's episode, obviously. Um, but tis the plan for much, much later. Um, probably like around Thanksgiving time, but definitely before the end of the semester, because it's a final project. Um, in my end of the semester is sooner than yours. But, um, we're going to talk about like one of my favorite books ever. And I'm very excited about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm also very excited. So, you guys don't get to know what it is yet. Nope. But we're going to talk about um, adaptations. Basically, the book got turned into a movie. And we're going to talk about the differences and what the differences mean and why they're important. And we're going to talk about, like, the historical context because this book is really old. (laughs) Like, really, really old. And the movie came out. British literature book is (laughs) really? All right. Yeah, uh, we're going chronologically, and it was our first piece, so oh. that should tell you all you need to know about how old it is. Um, and the movie only came out like two years ago, so we will uh, we will see how that has to do with each other. I'm very excited about that. But now that that's out of the way, and now that you guys know what to look forward to, because it might be a <laughs> might be a long episode. We'll see. And yeah. for me to be all academic about it, but um, <laughs> <clears throat> I have listen. I have people to impress. Okay. Oh no, valid. I'm here for it. I have people to impress. They're my classmates are going to be listening to this, mm-hmm. and they're cool people. So Lola says classmates. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I am. You should. LJ. You should. you should. Um. Yeah. So nano. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so funny. It's funny. nighttime. We're <laughs> insane, or at least I think I'm insane currently. It's like nighttime. Yes, nano. That's the way okay. you say that. Larissa, what is nano? Um. Well. <laughs> okay, I feel like most of you guys know what nano is, but there's bound to be a few who don't. So you already said it earlier, but in case anybody like skips the little intro part because they're being silly. <laughs> Um, it's short for National Novel Writing Month, and so you squish the words together, and so you take the N-A from national, and you take the N-O from novel, the the W-R-I from writing, and then the M-O from month. So you squish it down to nano, rimo, or remo, depending on who you are. We are going to say remo, because it just sounds better. I don't care that it's not right. Sometimes what sounds better is just better. Yes, I agree. um, anyway, so there are different online camps, basically, for this quote-unquote service, uh, for challenges to write an entire novel in one month, and the standard is 50,000 um, words. It is daunting, and that is an understatement, I'll say that. <laughs> it, like, so like I said, we've both done NaNoWriMo in some way, shape, or form, um, and the nice part is that, so there's, there's three different events, quote-unquote. You have two camps, one in April and July, where I think the goal is typically 30,000, but the whole kind of goal of the camps is that you can pick whatever 
word count you would like to to do in that camp. So, you know, if it's typically 30,000 for a camp, but if you say you have a project that's 15,000, you know, you can set your goal as 15,000 and just, it will split it up by day and then you'll write all that stuff. And then the main NaNoWriMo pro uh, like project in November is the goal is also typically 50,000 words. You don't have to write 50,000 words. There's <laughs> always the option to pick your own word counts, but the like, the point of the month is to try and hit that 50,000 words. Yes, yeah, tradition. Which I believe everybody should try once. I think it is very fun. I'll get back, I'll get onto that in a minute. But basically, you know, they, they split it up by day and they give you the word count for each day. You're supposed to, I think in, for the 50,000, it's like 1,400 words, maybe 1,300 words per day. And yeah, it so. seems, it seems, I, I guess it depends on your perspective. That's kind of not a lot of words, but once you start writing it, it's a lot of words. Writing over a thousand words a day. Yeah, once you have to do it every day. It's crazy. Um, so it's, and then they, the, pro, the website is active all year long. So you can run your own projects pretty much whenever. You don't have to be in excuse me sorry you don't have to be in a specific month or anything to work on a project you can just go start you know put your own whip in there and set a timeline or a goal or whatever you want to do and let it run and you can do all that stuff you can add links to a pinterest board and a playlist like on spotify or something it's pretty much just free reign it's a nice use but i like i like the concept of the you know the the competition it's not really against anybody um i i, I guess it's kind of yeah it's just yourself. a race against yourself um, but I like the challenge aspect of it. So it's very, very fun. I do enjoy it. I haven't done it in quite a few years, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I haven't um, actually done the November Nano, like the official writing month. Um, but I've done like Camp Nano once in April last year. Um, and I did 30K to make sure I could finish on, <laughs> on time. Because um, with 50,000 a month, I believe it's... 1330 like I'm pretty sure it's like the way that it's divided something like that but my math could be terribly wrong and I'm notoriously bad at math so do not take my word for that yeah, appreciate the choir. Um, <laughs> um the difference between us hating math is that you also find other aspects related to math incredibly appealing to your brain so you suffer through because but I just I don't like any of it yeah I unfortunately refer back enjoy. to our Excel episode. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, which is perfect. It, it's it's a it's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, we already talked about my spreadsheets. We don't need to get into that more. <laughs> I know it's an issue. <laughs> I know I have a problem. It's okay. But it's not an issue if there's no harm. I mean, there's a harm to my procrastination or the <laughs> other stuff that I need to do. But this is true. Um, yeah, I've. I've done I've done a few camp nanos. I've done a bunch of them in July, I think. Um, I think the most recent one I did was a was a camp in July that I gave up halfway through, but hey, I tried it. <laughs> um, but I did do I did Nano Remo like the full November Nano Remo twice. I failed once, and I or I say failed. I mean like I didn't hit the fifty thousand words. Like it was still good because I got writing done. I just didn't hit the fifty thousand. And yeah. then I did win NaNoWriMo once. Um, so I wrote 50,000 words in a month, which I think I literally wanted to cry. It was in, it was hard. Um, 
But that was one of the times where I finished a, whip, or a draft for Crossfire. So that was kind of nice. Um, that was a NaNoWriMo baby. And, That's fire! Um, and then I never touched it again, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It is, it is incredibly challenging, and I know that there's a lot of mixed opinions on NaNoWriMo. Um, because it, it's, because it is very, there's very, depending on how you feel about the vice, the advice of writing every day, this is very much, you know, you're writing every day or you're yeah. catching up writing on days that you didn't mix or that you missed. And I can understand how it's not healthy for a long term, but I think for something like a, a month long challenge is actually, it is good. It, you can get burned out really easily. Like I definitely got burned out when I failed NaNoWriMo that one time. But I think it's something that everybody should try once, just because I think it's fun. Um, and it is a good challenge. It's a good push. Yeah, I think so, too. It's fun. And, like, especially when you have other people that, like, help keep you accountable. So, like, on Nano, I don't know. You might have mentioned it or not. Um, I don't know. But um, you have, like, buddies on there. It's, mm-hmm. like, internet friends that you can go and add. And it's a fun little system. And so not only can you, like, message people on there, I think you can message it, but you can also, like, see their progress. If they can see your project, they can see your, you know, your log for the day. But you can also share it, like, wherever else you want. You can, like, post the account on your Instagram. You can do, like, a little sprint, you know, like a little live stream sprint every day if you want to. Like, there are so many ways you can get creative about it, and it's so fun which I love. So, yeah, also on the website, you can um, earn little badges. You can earn little things, like little <laughs> achievements. You get different badges when you hit different sections of your word count. So if you hit, like, I think 5K, you get one, but definitely, like, 10K and, like, 15. You also get badges for, like, I don't know, like, literally anything. Um, you can give badges to yourself, and then there are ones that you earn based on what you log. So basically for every log you put in your word count, you can put in where you wrote, home, office, coffee shop, whatever. You can put in like how you were feeling when you wrote. There's like four different options. You can put when you wrote. So like morning, afternoon, evening. So that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. And then it tells you like the trends based on those logs. But you can award yourself badges. So if you plot all the time, you can, like, award yourself a plotter's badge. You can award yourself, you know, like, I didn't prep at all. Like, this is my panzer badge. Um, So it's a fun little, like, interactive thing. So it's not just putting numbers in um, and then seeing a cool little graph of your progress, right? Yeah. My favorite thing about Nano, not just, like, logging it and seeing progress and stuff, but you can see this graph, and it has a gray line on there that goes throughout the dates that you have set for your goal. Now, if that's actually Camp Nano, it'll be November 1st to November 31st, right? Mm-hmm. And that gray line will be completely straight, increasing. So you hit with little dots to signify like, the actual work count on each day. And then it'll have a blue line based on like, what you actually write. So you can see where your progress goes with the linear one right yeah. the exact same count each day which is so fun mm-hmm. um it's less fun when the blue line is underneath the gray line but it yes. is very fun when the blue line spikes super far and then you're like super successful for like three or four days and sometimes it levels back out sometimes it goes down whatever but it's fun to have that kind of like visual representation of where you are and where the goal is 
which I think is so, so important and very, very useful. This is so off topic. Well, it's on topic, but this is so <laughs> off. I have, so if you followed my Instagram, you've noticed I've, I've started a new a way of plotting. I've got a bunch of index cards taped up onto my wall. <laughs> I was not considering doing NaNoWriMo this year. Except if like if I do everything <laughs> as opposed to my like on my index cards, I'll have forty one chapters, which is I, I, I like I just did the math on my on my phone yeah, while we were do doing like, this. That's like it's like twelve hundred words a chapter. Do a chapter a day. I could knock out a draft of my book in November, which is very unlikely because November is it's such very a unlikely busy month for me. It's such a busy. It is like more busy than normal. But I. It's a but. lot tempting, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to write all that much, so I might join NaNoWriMo this year. Yeah, but like, what happened last time? <sighs> when you weren't in college? Well, okay, I, I, I tried NaNoWriMo <laughs> last, last year, two years ago, um, when I was in college. It was actually for a draft of RDB, and oh, yeah. it, I yeah. didn't make past chapter one. So, yeah. um, I mean, might as well try, right? No, I mean the last time. <laughs> before that oh yeah i have a very bad habit if you <laughs> haven't noticed by now by of like starting stories and starting drafts and not finishing them so <laughs> but i don't know maybe maybe I'll with the exception of like year. three things it's, yeah exception of like the two books i published and the one crossfire draft like <laughs> yeah not great i don't have a great run right now but um batting like over three so <laughs> three for 12 probably <laughs> great batting average but anyway that was off topic and i'm so sorry do you guys but, remember um, do you guys remember when we were talking about tropes and we got to sport romances and i said <laughs> i'm not a fan of sports romances but if i were to read one i want to read one where the woman is clueless about sports because I'm clueless about sports. But what matters is that a lot of people who play sports are incredibly attractive. And so it's a romance novel, so, like, that's the whole point. And Lonnie was like, no. If I see a book with a clueless female main character about sports, I am putting it down immediately because I know things about sports and I kind of like sports. And uh -huh. so we said, all right, guys, recommend the himbos and the non-himbos. And that was our thing. And so and that came to mind because... Did you came, get a himbo or not himbo, Rick? No. No, it oh. came to mind when you said batting average. Oh. When you were seeing those numbers. Because I don't know what they mean. I don't care. But the way that you said it made perfect sense. Like, I understood what you meant. But take that because of the way you said baseball. You now say that you can. You now can say you understand baseball. Nothing else matters. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh yeah, I know baseball. Uh -huh. Yes, I have. I have a thing against baseball right now. Ugh. Um, it's probably temporary because the next time I see a man in white leggings, I mean, that's oh. what happens next is not my responsibility. <laughs> it's not on me. <laughs> it's not on me. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> One of my friends. No. One of my friends got um, worryingly injured from playing baseball, like, twice oh. within, like, the span of a few weeks, and it's... Ouch. Yeah, I yeah. made fun of it, but I'm not yeah, a big fan of sports good. ball. No, that's valid. 
I'm just really excited for basketball season to start, so I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum there. But <laughs> like I said, himbos like and I not said. himbos. <laughs> if we weren't trying to be about Nano Remo, I would have made this the title for the episode. I would have made that the title. But we, alas, uh, have to be something close to Nano Remo. Alas. Probably. Alas. Alas. I found out today that um, Romeo and Juliet, this is so off topic, I found out today that Romeo and Juliet like might as well have been a fan fiction because oh. it was written based off of this other media that was very, very closely titled. It was, Juliet was exactly the same. It wasn't quite Romeo, but it was some other Romeo-esque oh. name. And, um, I mean, it was pretty famous, and so Shakespeare was just like, I like that! And did his own thing. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I need no further endorsement no. for fanfiction than from Shakespeare nope. himself. Nope. Let's be real. I did a fanfiction for NaNoWriMo one year. Oh my gosh. Good for you. Uh, did you finish that? Um, well, I finished the fic. The fic was not 50,000 words when I finished, so yes and no. So I didn't yes win, no. but I did finish the fic. So well, that's okay. I don't know. It is still out there. It is still there. Um, I mean... I'm not telling anybody. I got your fic candle, and I haven't nope. started anything yet, but no, I'm gonna soon. Not Maybe not the one that you posted candle. this nope. on, but... Yeah. No, that, that one is, uh, oh, that one is blacklisted. Um, nobody. No, I know. Those ones. I'll tell you one day, but I think I might. Thank you. I think I might make another handle, not on a different platform or not. I don't know. But there's like other things I want to write and post, but I don't want <laughs> everyone oh, to know that they're me. I, you know, because now I've like publicly like posted the name of it, which it's a specific enough name that if you look it up on any of the three, like you'll find who I am. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to put other things on there. Yeah. No, that's valid. I've, I've, I've been thinking about it on the opposite end. I, I have like, you know, we don't mention the unmentionables, but you know my more <laughs> recent handle, except yes. that one's still pretty down low too. I think you and oh, yeah. one other person are the only people who know it exists. Yeah. Um, but I want to make like a public one, I think, like not, not public, but like something that is directly connected back to me lj yes yeah, yeah like sometimes like it'd be nice to you know actually be able to promote fan fiction like you're doing um it is pretty I'm fun not, like, working on an, a draft for anything else so um plus yeah then i'm just get a chance to talk about fan fiction more but i gotta think about it because i gotta think about what i gotta write and all that jazz but yeah i have thought about putting my uh fic project for nano like just like logging mm. my word count what during nano but not having an end goal yeah like because well, i i don't write every day not even close oh, um yeah, not i do on the weekends maybe i'll write friday saturday sunday but the way that my heaviest homework class is structured i have to do most of my homework on fridays and mondays which is the worst mm. So I don't really get a lot of writing time on the weekends because every weekend has been so busy. No, that's I can't tell you the last time I wrote something. I these last two weeks have been slammed for me. Um, actually, probably more like three at this point. I don't know. It's been a long yeah, time. October has been a long time. It's been going by so fast, but it's been long, and yeah. so I haven't had a chance to write like at all. 
end. I really, really want to, but I need to finish up my other stuff, you know, first. Like, school and work come first, For obviously. Real. And I just, like, I, I miss it. I miss it so bad. And so now that now I think I'm actually considering doing nano. So. <laughs> <sighs> we'll see, I guess, but. We'll anyway. see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, October just, October was like, you have like three papers due within like three days, and then you're going to get It's midterms. COVID. It's literally midterms. Then you're going to get COVID, and then as soon as you recover from COVID, it's going to be midterms, and then you're going to have a five-day-long um, church conference, and I'm on the worship team, so you guys can guess what that does to me. <laughs> um, So that just finished literally we were trying to do this episode earlier in the week but i have literally been in church every single day (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like sorry yeah i i went home which was nice and had to which was great but like i didn't do anything there because i was just being home and being lazy yeah i saw noah khan which was absolutely fantastic oh my gosh um and uh, incredible. And then I had essentially two weeks of midterms because last week or the week before I went home, um, it was all the tests. And then last week was all the projects. And now I'm just trying to catch up on all the homework I didn't do when I was doing the projects for the midterms. And I've just been screwed. So yes, I am within, I am getting in the process of being close to graduating. So that's just adds on another stress of incredible nastiness um and so i'm like now i have to deal with potentially graduating on top of all of this and oh oh boy so should i do that absolutely not do i want to (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah i mean that's the question everybody's gonna ask themselves with nano is like can you fit it amongst you know the busyness of life whatever that means because writing every single day especially over a thousand words every single day which might not sound like a lot but you know depending on how fast you write you know it it can take a lot out of you and depending on how much you prep or how much you need to prep you know what kind of project you're doing you could be working on um you know something non-fiction so is so it doesn't really you know maybe it comes from your own brain so it doesn't really have to have a lot of prep to it but if you're doing something Mm -hmm. with fiction if you want to have especially if it's fantasy or sci-fi or anything like that anything that doesn't exist in this modern world you have to prep with you know world building or if it's like super in-depth fantasy you've got to come up with like languages you've got to come up with like geography and like different unique things about your world and if you don't work ahead of time you could just like flounder yeah. You know, because there's a lot of prep work that goes into a novel, whether or not you're a plotter or a pantser, it doesn't really matter where you fall. Mm-hmm. No, like, it, you can start writing a novel as a pantser, and then you realize how much work you have to do to prep. Yeah. Or just prep along the way, you know, like, background information. Um, otherwise, you can end up with, like, plot holes like Swiss cheese and just crazy things, and so... I've heard of people doing nano with zero drafts, which I love. And we've briefly talked about it at some point on the podcast. Um, but basically, zero drafts. I love zero drafts. Right? They're awesome. Um, my outlines are basically zero drafts because they are so detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, the concept of a zero draft, for anybody who doesn't know, the first draft is 
all the words in chronological order with your chapters, with everything. It's all the raw details. It's the first time you've completed it all. You've put the end and a period and you've control S your stuff, right? It's done. You take a break. You come back. But a zero draft is anything, any writing that happens before that, essentially. Any writing that happens before you start putting things in order, whether or not you write in order does not matter. Um, yeah. But whether or not you put the scenes in order, the chapters in order, whether or not you, like, you know, figure out the formatting or not, that's irrelevant. But um, zero draft is any kind of preparation, any kind of, like, scene bits, any lines that you have just out of the blue, randomly. And a zero draft can look like so many different things for everybody, right? Like I said, my outlines are basically zero drafts because I outlined a lot for Breaking Free while I actually wrote it, but by the time Mm -hmm. I reworked it and started anew, I basically had a zero draft. It was just like a lot less. And so same with book two. For book three, I will be fully plotting everything before I start writing. So it's not like a hard and fast rule that I have because I've written a few things. But my outlines are so detailed based on, like, scene sequences and, like, what needs to happen where and, like, the timeline that passes, um, essential info, like, key moments that I need, that it's it's pretty long. My outline for book two was, oh my gosh, it was, like, a good 10,000 words, at least. It was a big one. It was big. I mean, that book ended up being, I don't know how long the finished publication word count is i don't know but at one point that book was well over a hundred thousand words it's a thick boy that's for sure at one point i think the first draft was oh, like 110 <laughs> yeah i yeah, know that's a little bit <laughs> yeah it, he's a thick baby um but yeah it was a lot but it was fun to do and so zero drafts oh, yeah. are super helpful so i mean if you're listening to this thinking oh now it'll be kind of fun or even, you know, Lonnie here might be like, maybe I can do a zero draft for now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, think about what you might want to write or figure out before you actually start writing your first draft. And then just mm-hmm. do that for Nano. And you could do a much smaller word count. Like you said, even if you set the goal to like the NaNoWriMo setting, mm-hmm. then you don't have to do 50k. So, I mean, depending on what you like or what you want to do for your zero draft, you can, you know, choose your workout accordingly. But yeah, I mean, that's a great way to do it if you're not super prepared. Absolutely. I, I, and I absolutely agree. I think I'm all for, like, the difference of being, you know, plotters and pantsers and planters, like, you know, and all that stuff. But I think when it comes to NaNoWriMo, even the best of pantsers have to come in with a, at least an idea. And at least something oh, yeah. to do that. Because it is hard enough to, or at least from my opinion, as a plotter, it is hard enough to just sit down and write a draft of anything without having any ideas. But then writing the amount of words you have to do for every single day. Yeah, every day. It becomes nearly impossible. And so, and that's not a discouragement in any way, shape, or form. But just know at least a something about your story. Whether you're doing a draft or a zero draft or just writing for kicks and giggles like you know come in with an idea of some sort because that will just make it that much easier in the long run 
and I love using NaNoWriMo for zero drafts. I think I have a zero draft currently for the B&E. That's what I've been working on for a while now, and so I'm going to start over with draft one. I love the B&E. I keep saying I'm going to get something to you, and I have not, so I love it maybe so if I'm much. good, I'll get something to you tonight. But I think I've said that for like the last three <laughs> episodes in a row, and that's been probably three months of stuff, so. <laughs> it's okay, it's, it's getting later. I'll just... I won't read it tonight anyway, so. Yeah. But I, <laughs> Plus, I think I, I sent you something, like, at least four or five months ago, and you still haven't read it. I don't know what it was. But I just oh, know that you haven't read it. Oh, I know you haven't read something <laughs> of mine either. I can't remember what it is now. Um, oh, yeah, it was, but, um, it was nuclear related. Yes, I it was. I think it was Benji, which doesn't yeah, surprise what me. You, what did you say? Because I probably on? begged you to send that to me, and then I yeah. forgot to read it. Oops. There is, speaking of things that we've written and just, uh, like, hadn't, you know, shared yet, um, there's this really, really good scene, not scene, it's like a whole thing in and of itself. It could probably stand on its own if I changed some things. <laughs> um, and I've thought about it, too. I have, I have thought about it. Um, but, um, right now it's called 3 p.m. <clears throat> and... It is, <laughs> it is basically life after book five in the Oven Cove series, oh. but again, incredibly tragic again. So oh, I, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> not really, but, um, Are you? things Are you were happy. Listen, guys, I as much as I believe in tragedy and breaking a good heart now and then, um, and maybe more physical hearts uh, in the process, um, I will be giving the series a happy ending, and I've I've told everybody that. Mm. And I know it's hard to believe <laughs> from <laughs> how Breaking Just Free ended and then the cliffhanger that I gave you guys on book two. You keep hyping up book three, and I'm scared. Uh, oh, for the cliffhanger on that? Or yeah. the deaths? Or both? both yeah i <laughs> all the books are gonna have cliffhangers guys i'm sorry i no i love it i love it i gotta do it and for anybody who hasn't read my books yet or if you're a classmate or my professor that's listening to this for the first time and you're finding out i'm a published author hi i'm a published author um <laughs> <laughs> breaking free and the way he broke me for anyone who's new um book one and book two agents of Agonkov is the series name so there was a point to that. What was I going to say? Uh, death. Cliffhangers. Uh, yes. Um, book, uh, 3 p.m. Book 5. Endings. Mm, happy endings. Tragedies. Something. Not, Not tragedies. Sure. Let's just okay. plow ahead. We'll, yeah. we'll just, we'll plow ahead. We'll return um, to that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll return. Basically, all the books are going to have cliffhangers except for the last one, but it will end satisfyingly. Oh, yeah, that's it. Um, My cliffhangers. They are not, like, the worst possible cliffhangers you could imagine, where you just want to scream because you can't access the next book. They're, like, somewhat satisfying, you would say, because you have a lot of information, but mm -hmm. your brain just spins on what things could mean. It's and not that's the cliffhanger. enough. Yes. Yes. And that's the beauty of it all. You're partially satisfied. Like when you snack on vegetables when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I They're never satisfying enough. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Especially I have celery. Carrots in my fridge that are top notch. 
Okay, carrots. Carrots are satisfying, but celery. I love carrots. Okay, I, I don't think I just regularly eat celery. Like I don't think mm, I. Me snack neither. On, like I'll snack on carrots. Me neither. Maybe cucumbers, but I do like carrots Ooh, and cucumbers. I, I put cucumbers in my salad all the time. Oh, I love cucumbers. Oh, so great. I love so tomatoes. Good. Tomatoes. Mm. Are good. We've had this conversation before. We have? Oh. I'm passing on tomatoes. Mm, that's okay. I'll eat the tomatoes I'm then. passing. Yeah, you can have them. That's okay. Yeah, but this um, this little short piece, this 3 p.m. titled, I have been working on it, like, quote-unquote working on it, for, like, months now, and it has, like, and when I say quote-unquote working on it, I mean, like, I wrote it in two or three days, and then I've just been, like, returning to it every few weeks. Mm-hmm. And just looking at it. <laughs> Valid. So. Uh, I haven't actually done anything yet. But it's really good and angsty. And it's like such a good style shift. Such mm-hmm. a good like narrative thing. So it's, it's all in Lavinia's point of view. So mm-hmm. far. And so to I know it's going to happen at the end. So I cannot show it to you. Unless I change something. Or like discreetly tell you something. No that's okay. That's okay. I get it. I get it. I might show it to MC though. Because she knows. She knows. Just say it. You love MC more than me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> MC I'm not mad. Okay. I promise. <laughs> if anything. If anything. It's the opposite. Because I want your surprise. No I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're the worst uh, um <laughs> i know you love me <laughs> you're the worst so so i have been like neglecting this but it is it is so good and um yeah i i would not i would i'm nowhere near starting anything for book three for now <laughs> like it's impossible i yeah. wish but um just with the way that the series is going, I want to plot at least at the end of book three and probably four and five before I start writing book three because I'm at a point now where I can't I can't start over mm-hmm. based on like major details that I change. Yeah, plots. no, I get that. You know, and I want to know what happens like in detail so that I can foreshadow even more than I have been. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's a special skill that plotters get to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a I little love that. leg up, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of um, TWHBM, the way he book me, book two, the one time I did a camp, a camp nano, uh, April of last year, I started that book. That was that was where it was born. Ooh. And so it was only the first part. Right, but book two is split up into three different parts. Breaking Free is not. Um, I don't know if the rest of the books are going to be. It really doesn't matter. And the first part is 30k. Second part is also 30k. And the third part is like just over or under. Can't remember. So it's like a big chunk of the book. And it's a big setup period because. But it's also like weirdly like moving along fast. You know what I mean? Like it's for a sequel, you need to just like dive right in again. You yeah. don't want to spend time dallying. Yeah. Because everybody's like, let's go, let's go. I waited for this. I want to go. Uh, yeah. Um, But just with how Breaking Free ended, I had to do some dallying. But throughout the dallying, we were able to see so much action from, like, other things. 
and that's what made it so much fun to write. It also felt very repetitive to me when I was writing it, and I don't think it it is that way anymore. But it feels like that because gotcha. you're just writing every day. Yeah. And depending on the plot itself that changes, like you just feel like you're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it it works out well because yeah. Lavinia's brain is just like going through the motions, going through the cogs of the machine, like just very repetitive. Same thing over and over and over again to get herself through. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think it works out. But that yeah. was, I mean, that was my experience. I only did 30K, so it wasn't like a full 50 novel, minimum novel length kind of a thing. But I had everything plotted beforehand, so I didn't really have to do much brainstorming. Yeah. I had to cut down a lot, actually, I think. After the fact. But um, that's why I plot in the first place. So I don't have to, yeah. like, figure. Think about it then. Figure things out, yeah. I think when I when I did NaNo in November, and when I won NaNo... I I cheated a little bit. Uh, no, the 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 whole point of Nano is that you're supposed to start, or like the traditional challenge, quote unquote, not the whole point, but the traditional challenge is that you're supposed to start from zero and write fifty thousand words. Um, yes. And I did not start. I started like I was working on the back half of my crossfire draft, so I had already mm. had the first part written. I think the first like. That was the draft that ended up being like 80,000 words or something like that. So I had the first 30,000 written already and I was working like on the middle to the end. So objectively I cheated, quote unquote, but I (laughs) didn't cheat because I still wrote 50,000 words. I just didn't start at zero. So I think this this year, which I'm convincing myself that I'm going to do it, I'm at least going to attempt to do it. I mean, there's no there's no harm in failing. So um, it's not like anything's on the line here. I mean, so I think that's, I think that's what I really like about this, like the challenge is because there's, there's benefits. I don't think we actually mentioned that there's benefits to winning. Like if you hit the 50,000 words, you, you, you get like subscriptions to stuff or like, like discounts. on. Yeah. You like win basically. Yeah. So I, I really, excuse me. I really, really enjoy it. So I'd like to do the challenge. We'll see how it goes. I think I'm, I think I'm going to try to do it pretty traditional this year try to start from zero well, there you, you know, go. go up to fifty thousand, and then i guess we'll see see what happens it, will i will i finish probably not but i'll have a little bit of optimism in there i guess so yeah there you try. go at the very least i'll get some part of a draft started so it's not too Woo-hoo. bad of a deal i am so down for lani to do a draft of some kind heck yeah i Just am saying. also game I'm also game. Not gonna lie, have been kind of fixating on this the entire episode, and I will probably go like re-log into Nano as soon as we are done recording. <laughs> so I gotta go eat some more dinner, but um I Yeah, think, for real. Uh, it's almost bedtime. It is I have a date with AO3 first, but then it's bedtime. Oh, I guess <laughs> now I have a date with Nano Remo. So <laughs> speaking of, actually, I mean we were Look talking about this one being pretty dates. short. Do you have any other thoughts? Any other opinions that you would like to share? Well, I basically share whatever's on my brain anyway. And I think I've already done that. So I think I'm good. Yeah. Well, to anybody who is doing NaNoWriMo, the best of luck to you. To anyone who is not doing NaNoWriMo, also the best of luck to you in whatever (laughs) that you are working on. In your writing endeavors. Yeah. And, like, uh, you guys just, just have a fun time with it. Like, it's a challenge and it's difficult, but just have fun with it. Like... It's it's low pressure. It's just you. You know, it's not it's not anything that's the end of the world if you don't get it. So if you miss a day, yeah. like, don't don't fret about it. You can 
always make it up another day. I pretty consistently would miss days on the during the week and then make it up for the weekend. So just just have fun with it. Like you, this is still supposed to be writing. Like it's supposed to be fun. So it's a challenge, but it's still fun. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Anything you've been working on? Anything you'd like to plug? Stuff you um, didn't see? Well, so I have since I have a since the last time we did an episode which feels like forever ago it does it's probably because it was a while ago it was <laughs> i believe it was a month or more something ago. like that yeah but uh point is i have like officially announced the name of one of my fan fictions to the world on my instagram so yeah. you guys can like go and look at that i posted a reel and then instagram got mad at me first i have no idea what um and took my privileges away Ew. Which is rude, like, I can't comment or like anything, but my account status is in the clear. So, the last time this happened, it lasted a month, so let's hope it doesn't last that long this time. But it was an Instagram, like, wide glitch. Like, uh, it was happening to a lot of people. Mm. So I'm kind of mad that it's happening again. (laughs) Yeah. But I can't do anything about it, um, because the overlords at Meta are... (laughs) Yeah. The overlords. So, whatever. But... It is what it is. Um, so if you want to go check that out, then feel free to do so. Um, the How to Train Your Dragon pick that I've been working on is dun 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 drumroll please called In the Skies We Fall. So yeah, um, nice poetic name there. I already have a name title for the next one when I do it, Ooh. and the next one after that if I do it. <laughs> if I follow, but like I want to keep going after like the quote-unquote timeline of the first one ends so we'll see that's very exciting i say as if i'm not on like chapter 12 (laughs) 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 but i am almost at forty thousand words so i feel like that has to count for something hey that is um almost nano remo i mean i mean i'll be happy if i get to like 60k by the end of the year so anyway that's that's what i'm doing Heck yeah. So I'm on school, um, my first semester at a different school. So mm-hmm. it's been a lot. And I, I thank bet. the world for sending me this professor that I'm doing this podcast final project for because he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he really is my favorite. That's yeah. that's all I got. He's awesome. Heck yeah. And his dog is so cute. Love that. I'm not doing too much recently. I've been overloaded with school, obviously. Um, been also really inactive on social media um, because yeah. it's been stressful yeah. and I had to just like step back a little bit. So I'm, I'm posting. I, I don't have a regular posting schedule anymore because that stresses me the frick out. Um, and <laughs> it'd be happy I said frick. I'm trying my best today. Um, I'm on my best behavior. Um, okay. For absolutely nobody. <laughs> okay. Um, Whatever you say. <laughs> I, um, what was I saying? Oh, I've been kind of inactive on social media, so I'm around there. You can DM me and I'll be there, but that's pretty much about it. Like I said, November is a very busy month for me. I do a lot of stuff in November. Will be tempting to now do NaNoWriMo, but we'll see how that goes. And I also just really want to recommend seeing Killers of the Flower Moon. There's a new movie that came out. It's based Ooh. off an incredible book uh, that I read in school, and it's I stand by it. Besides Agatha, Agatha Christie's, and then were there? Oh, oh my God! 
besides Agatha Christie's, and then there were none, which I also read at school and was phenomenal. Very good book. I started it, but I never actually finished. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I Heroes of the Flower Mood by, Moon by David Graham, I think it's Graham with two N's, is phenomenal. It's a true story. It's a ba- it's based off of a bunch of like the creation of the FBI and a whole bunch of Ooh. mysterious murders of um, some Native American peoples How in Oklahoma. And it is it is an incredible book. It is also incredibly devastating because it is a horrific like like crime that happened but they just made a movie on it and i sat through the movie the whole three and a half hours of it and it was phenomenal so go see go read go see flower moon i think i was actually just talking with mc about it um so it's i'd like to i'd like to plug that go go see that movie well go see that movie if the is the writer's strike over did it over did it end or did it start up again okay if it's ended I believe well, if it's it didn't end, then I did see it, and now I feel kind of bad. SAG-AFTRA but... is still on strike, um, but I believe oh. the writer's So maybe is... I saw it a little too early, but <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, good. Go see Killers of the Flower Moon, because it is absolutely phenomenal, and I really, really, really enjoyed it, so that's all I got. Yeah. Heck yeah. Some good stuff. This was fun, as always, as it is. And we will uh, see you guys next time for Larissa's very, very fun, very, very cool, super awesome school project. It might not be next episode, but it'll be soon. Oh, okay. When, oh, then I lied. Whenever we will. (laughs) Whenever we do it. One of these times. One of these days. One of these times. Um, Yes. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate it. We love you guys. And, oh, there's your little, (laughs) there's a little (laughs) thumbs up. Heck yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can give us a follow over on Twitter at BNHD, the books pod, behind without the vowels, for live updates and contact with us. And you can rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you want to support me on Instagram, you can find me at larissagault.author and my books and links at www.larissagaultauthor.com. And you can find me on Instagram at lj underscore writes with two S's. This podcast is hosted by Larissa Galt and LJ Elizabeth, edited by LJ Elizabeth, with music by Larissa Galt. Logo is designed by Susan Markloff.